With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to another episode of the Mike Prince Show. Of course, we try to keep you in tune and in touch with the world of HBCU as best as we can. Today is not going to be any exception to the rule. We are fortunate and, might I say, honored to have join us today the voice of the Grambling State Tigers. That's none other than my brother, my friend, Centuria Black. How you doing, my man? I am well, my friend. It is great to be on the show today, brother. Well, it's great to have you on, man. And look, uh, it's a, a good, friendly rival, but... Let's get right into it, man. Two teams with a must-win situation, and backs are to the wall, wounded soldiers showing up for battle. What's going on in G-Nation, man? Well, I think you have a number of different things that have gone on with Grambling this year. In the game against Alabama State, there were definitely opportunities for Grambling to score, but not being able to score inside the red zone is a problem not only that they had against Alabama State, but quite frankly, that they had against ULM and Louisiana Tech. they got to get into the end zone. That's the bottom line, and they've had some real problems in doing that. The other problems that they've had, you know, honestly, is also converting on extra points and consistency in the field goal and the kicking game. And that's something that Coach Broderick Fox talked about during his weekly press conference and just making sure that they start getting a little bit more consistent in the kicking game. And then there were just a ton of penalties in that game against Alabama State. And it weren't that they were just penalties, but it's where they were at. Uh, you had one situation where you were first and goal inside the 10. Penalties got you all the way back. That second, third and goal at the 30-yard line. So penalties are killer and drive killers as well. So they've got to clean up the penalties, get a little more consistency in the kicking game, but they have to score inside the red zone. Well, that's the opposite directly of Prairie View. What, what Prairie View has no problem at scoring. It was a problem at keeping guys from scoring. So it's almost like the lesser of two evils coming together this week at the State Fair Classic in Dallas, Texas. Now, when you look at this this Grambling team up and down the lineup, it's a fairly young squad. And I made a comment, oh man, I guess about three weeks ago now, and Grambling Nation ate me up, you know, these student athletes, they do a lot of tweeting nowadays, and they kind of put their little business out there for the world to see. And I just asked the question, was there some uneasiness at Grambling Camp? And, man, G Nation lit into me, brother. Can you call the hounds off? <laughs> well, you know, look, Grambling fans are very protective of that G, and, you know, they even come after us every once in a while. But, you know, I think that one of the things that has to happen if you're the Grambling Tigers, is that you have to take advantage of opportunities when they come. And, you know, these two teams have familiarity with each other. Obviously, Eric Dooley, the head coach, he was the offensive coordinator at Grambling. You got Ricky Jackson over there who was on the coaching staff, Ashton Green, who played for Grambling State University. So you've got a number of Prairie View A&M coaches who are familiar with the Grambling brand. You've got Coach 
Everett Todd, whose wife went to Prairie View, daughter goes to Prairie View now, whose family is from Texas. So there's a lot of familiarity with this ball club. I think that what, what Grambling has to do is just play their game. And I, that's been the thing that Coach Files has talked about now for three, four weeks. We have to play our game. We cannot continue to give up opportunities. And I think that's just a major thing. It's, it's all mental. You know, even with Prairie View, we've seen they, they've been able to come back. They hung with, with Alcorn State. I mean, you look at what Alcorn did. They've been able to hang with their opponents all year long. But it's not the question of can they score, but then they get the ball back to them in very unopportune times. So I think that's going to be the key is that they have to overcome their own demons in this ball game. Absolutely. Um, Prairie View, 10 turnovers in four games. But the thing yep. that's been alarming for me, 54 penalties for a total mm-hmm. of 475 yards, which is averaging about uh, 12, 13 penalties a game and about 118 yards plus or minus a little bit. Now, I have this quirky little stat that I use, and um, 100 yards worth of stats or penalties, I should say, kind of equals a touchdown or seven points as far as I'm concerned. And when you look at the Panthers, they lost by 20 to U- University of Houston. They lost by seven to Nickel State. They lost by four to Alcorn. And each one of those games, they had double-digit penalties uh, with the exception of University of Houston. All of them been 100-plus yards. So that's that. they're their own worst enemy right now. They they have to have a little bit more discipline and self-control. Are you seeing that from the vantage point when it comes to the Tigers? Yeah, you know, that's exactly it. You have to have that discipline on the field. And I think when some people hear discipline, they think, oh, they're unruly, they fight all the time. That's not what we mean. Discipline means that when you are on the field, that you don't allow your mind to get interrupted. You don't allow your mind to get distracted so you don't jump. You know the count, so why are you jumping offside? You jump, you know, why is there a false start? Uh, making sure that you're watching your man, making sure that you're doing things like turning your head around to the football. All of these things are, is, is what you have to do in order to make sure that you're keeping your discipline on the field, not allowing people to get your goat, so to speak, which they did a very good job of at ULM. If you look at Prairie View, man, I look at that Nichols game, they had Nichols in the first half, and then they came out. They had a turnover. You had uh, you, you had turned the ball over on downs. You gave Nichols a short field. I mean, I think the first three or four possessions of the second half, Nichols scored a touchdown, either by way of getting the ball or by a preview turnover or a you know a quick turnover on downs. And I think those are the things that you have to start looking at. You have to survey the field when you're the quarterback. And gosh, the quarterback that Preview has, he's a big kid. He can throw the ball. He can run the ball. You've got Tucker back there who can run the football extremely well, good receivers on the outside, very athletic offensive line. I think now it's up to the defensive side of the football for Prairie View in order to try to make sure that when they get the ball, when they're on defense, that they're doing more in order to make sure that they're stopping their opponents. And really, it's the stopping of the opponents, man, is right in the middle of the field. I think Nichols State had several players that were right in the middle of the field behind the linebackers. And so I, it's just one of those things where that discipline will cause you to lose the games because of penalties, uh, because of fault, because of all kinds of little things that you may not even see in the stat sheet. You know, the gaps were filled a couple of times. I know that Grambling Alabama State game, so the running back had to bounce off and go back to the outside where there was help for the defense with the linebacker. The ends were crashing down, and then we instead of getting the ball back to the outside, we went inside the gaps where the where the end was, and so. 
those are all mental mistakes. Those, those are discipline errors and making sure that you're surveying the field and you know what's going on. We're talking right now with Centurial Black, the voice of the Grambling State Tigers. It is the big annual matchup between the Tigers and the Panthers. And this thing has been uh, rich in history. Uh, is of recent become a back-and-forth battle. Panthers trying to get the second consecutive win under the leadership of Eric Dooley. And, of course, Fobbs is going to have something to say about that come Saturday at 4 o'clock. Now, when we look at these teams, we, we look at the they're mirroring each other, both of them bringing in a three-game losing streak. Um, let me just come out and ask you, is Hip Bottom the guy to stick with as far as your quarterbacking is concerned? You know, I think he is. I think Hip Bottom is doing a good job. He's improved a lot. I think that one of the one of the things that he has to do, and you know, and this is just something that happened in that game against Alabama State. You got to know when to let that ball go, um, you know, or when the play is kind of over with. It's you know one of the things you cannot do, especially in third and long situations. You don't want to give up a sack, and the other thing that you don't want to do is uh, hold on to that football so long, whether the fumble or anything else can happen. So, I think he is the guy. I just think that right now for Hickbottom. He's just got to get the ball to his receivers. There's a couple of shots to Johnson in the flat. He was open and he overthrew the receiver a little bit too much mustard on the ball. I swear to God, one of the passes that he had to one of the receivers in the game against Alabama State in the second half was like a fastball to the outside. I was just like, I was just like, just a bit outside. I mean, the ball was coming humming out of his hand. And so, you know, but that's the thing I think Higbottom has to do. There are certain things where. You don't have to loft that ball up to allow the defenders to adjust. Sometimes it's about getting that ball out on a line. So now all of a sudden the receiver has a good opportunity to get the ball and you don't have defenders coming over adjusting because the ball has too much air under it. Then there's, there's times when you've got the receiver right there in front of you that you don't have to throw a fastball because he's right there in front of you and nobody's around him in order to defend him. I mean, you know, sometimes you really got to just think about those little things. And it's easy for us to say as analysts because, you know, we're on the other side. But from somebody who played the game, that's one of the things that coaches used to tell us all the time. Don't do things that, in order to self-destruct. Make sure that you're doing some of the simple things right, and then let the game come to you. So I just think that's what Hickbottom has to do more. Let the game come to you. Get the ball to Quentin Geis. He's a great receiver. Get the ball to Donald Johnson, one of the great young receivers that we have on the team. Hell, Raylon Richardson is six foot five. You've got to get the ball to that guy who's six foot five. He's bigger than almost any corner in the entire conference. So those are the things that you got to do in order to make sure that you're getting better as a quarterback. Well, the old adage still works. Simple is still powerful. Sometimes yes. we get too too cute and we don't even identify ourselves. That reminds me of this joke. Uh, I'll give it to you real quick. Young lady had an accident and she went to the hospital and she had a second chance and she prayed to God. She said, God, if you really uh, let me get out of here and survive this. I give you everything I got. So he allowed her to go in there. And while she was in there, she had extended time. She got facelifts, makeovers. And when she got out of there, she got hit by a car and died as soon as she got out the hospital. And she, oh, got, wow. she got to heaven and she said, well, Lord, I thought you was going to extend me. He said, well, I didn't recognize who you were. Sometimes we oh, do wow. so much that we don't remember that it's still a game. 
And when you, I know we call the sports man, but that's a word right there. Oh, that's a word. Yes, sir. I know it. Every now and then, I'm good for one. Every now and then, <laughs> <laughs> that's a word. That'll preach on Sunday now. Yeah, and and Monday through Saturday too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, Santorium. We talk a lot about the offense and defense, but in times past, especially of recent, there have been some key special team plays in this game between the Tigers and the Panthers, let alone throughout the rest of the conference. In your honest opinion, do you think we spend enough time in the special teams area to make our teams more equal or balanced when we go to play outside the conference? And I'm thinking more like the Southland Conference. Because when we compare toe-to-toe, head-to-head, the only vantage point I'm seeing is special teams play. Well, two things. Again, this is going to go back to simplicity. Something that our special teams coach, Terrence Gray, said. At times, we do so many things because we're listening to specialists, we're listening to the experts and all of that, that we're not doing the simple things. So you've got the ball going in the right direction because you're paying attention to the flags on the poles, but then you're changing the swing of your leg and now all of a sudden you're getting an inconsistent kick. It's kind of like you got the same kind of windup if you're a pitcher, but then your delivery is off. You're releasing the ball too high or too late because you're trying to do things that, again, are a little bit too fancy or, you know, doing things that aren't mechanically sound. And I think that in our conference, I think we spend some great time there. I think that you've got a lot of great opportunities. But here's the thing. There's a difference from kicking that ball when you are by yourself during practice or even when you are, you know, doing this in pregame and having somebody of the opposite color jersey coming head on at you. Sometimes you get kickers that get a little bit of the yips and they can pull that ball one way or the other. And so I think it's just a question of a mental game more than anything else on the kicking side. Everything else, I mean, look, we've got some tremendous guys on the return team, uh, on the cover team. I mean, you've got guys who can return that ball who've got speed, just like other conferences do. Our problem is the consistency in the kicking game. That's where I think as overall as a conference, if, you know, all the teams are doing that, you know, it's going to be hard to beat us. You've got some great kickers in this league. You just had one that just left Grambling, who now is the all-time leading scorer in the conference, and Marco Roscoe. And so, you know, Brian Morgan came through this uh, program. I know Jackson State. I remember a couple of kickers that they had were just tremendous. So you've got the talent. I just think it's just making sure you're executing now. Now I'm about to put you on the spot, brother. I'm not going to have you Uh-oh. pick the winner because I already know who you think going to win, just like I know who I think is going to win. <laughs> and let me know if you need some tape too, okay? So, <laughs> uh, No problem. <laughs> uh, those that don't know what I'm talking about, he came, we were getting ready for a game broadcast, and he ran out of tape. And so ran out of tape. I, I had some purple and some white tape, and – I almost messed up, ladies and gentlemen. I almost gave him the white tape. I said, no, no. And see, that would have been just so nice. And like, let me just give him the white tape. I feel bad, but no. You gave me purple tape. That's right, and I did that on purpose. <laughs> I just lied. When somebody said, where'd you get the purple tape from? I said, well, we are, we got an Omega somewhere around here on the staff, so we just got to. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it was all in good jest, though, all in good jest. Look. When you break down the offense, the defense, and the special teams, which squad do you think has the advantage and why? 
So offense, uh, you know, this is just journalistic. You know, I'm putting on my sports talk uh, hat now and what I do on the uh, weekday. Offense has got to be uh, pretty just because of the fact that the quarterback is extremely talented. You've got a very, very good running game, solid with Tucker. Um, and I think the receivers are a little bit more deeper uh, with, with Prairie Defense, I'd have to give it to Grambling, uh, just because of the fact that I think those guys with Joseph Williams uh, in the secondary, we did have a couple of injuries to Vaughn and to Dan Fields, but you really got a solid secondary there for Grambling, and the linebackers are playing well, especially with, uh, uh, with Hogue, uh, DeAndre Hogue. So I think defense there. A push when you look at the, the special teams because both teams have struggled in areas where the game was on the line and where they could have had a chance to take the lead or even win the, you know, even win the game. So I don't know. I think that the intangibles are the ones that you have to look at. The intangibles being the penalties, uh, being what are you going to do as far as making sure that you're you know, not self-destructing at the end of the ball game or at the very beginning. I know the first quarter was extremely rough for Prairie View A&M. So I think this is a little bit of a push. I think it's Prairie View's very good offense against a very good defense, and then Prairie View's defense, which has given up a lot against an offense that has not scored inside the red zone. That's going to be an interesting dynamic in this ballgame. Hmm. Now, are you going to dare to give me a score? No, I don't give those kinds of predictions. I can't give a score. <laughs> okay. But, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But I will say this. I think the first team to 27 wins this game. And the reason is, is that if Grambling can get out front first, putting, the, putting the, the ball in the hands of their defense, very confident that they can try to hold off. If Prairie View goes to 27 first and Grambling has to come from behind, they, they've had problems. Now, of course, they did a little come from behind against Louisiana Tech. Um, you know, they, they scored when they could against Alabama State, but again, scoring inside the red zone is going to challenge. So I think 27 may be the magic number here for one of these teams. 27. Do you have an over mm-hmm. under of how many points will be scored in the contest? 62. Six, whoa. Six, so then you think you're saying 27. So you're saying Grambler's going to win 35 to uh, 27? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I, mean, I, mean, I, just heard, I heard 62 points. You know. And if you, you yeah. know, and you say Prairie, you get to 27. I'm just, you know, I'm not trying to start nothing, but I was just figuring it out <laughs> with the quick math. Is, is that what I'm hearing? Ooh, we'd be a messy. <laughs> well, I'm just saying the first one, 227, probably would win the game. Uh, you know, that to me, that's the magic number is the first one, 227. Well, the, but, uh, you know, 62, six, I think, is, could be the over-under there. That's a lot of points, man. Look at what happened against Alcorn. Alcorn, they was over I, 80 or 90 there. And, and Nichols was close to 70 or 80. Well, and, and here's why I, I say the Alcorn game was uh, a shocker. Uh, what Prairie View did, and I was glad to see them do, they, they addressed, they ran more than they had run in any game thus far, which was a key. You got to have DeWanye Tucker involved in the running game. And oh, yeah. The, the the balanced attack was there, but I think the keys for the Panthers they're going to have to get some 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 control. They got to take some time of possession. They got to give the defense enough time to collect themselves. I think you have a good enough defense that with the proper rest they could ward off and hold off the Tigers for this weekend. Now I'm not going to be as liberal as you are with the points at 62. Good night of mighty man, you, that was a lot. Of points. 
I'm going to say more like 47 would be the over under. Okay. And uh, I'm looking at something like a 27, 20 score. That's what I'm looking at. That's possible. Yeah. And and, I think you were right about that. You got to give your defense a rest. And and I think that's the Achilles heel at times when you play a lot of conference games is that when you give your defense, give uh, the other team's offense the ball on the short field, it really puts the defense behind the eight ball. If I'm not mistaken, they get nickels the ball uh, on the run back, and the defense had to defend like 10 yards or somewhere around there. Yeah, and I got to remind you, man, this is a family program, so you got to stop using all that profanity about the Panthers uh, giving up the ball like they did in the red zone or the green zone and all that. Now, you was doing well, man. We're not talking about Nichols. We're talking about Grambling and Prairie View. (laughs) But that's true. I'm going to tell you this, though. I'm going to tell you one player, though, that I'm really interested in seeing what happens. Jordan Jones, former Grambling Tiger, now on Prairie View A&M's team. I want to see what happens there because you know he's going to have a lot of energy. He's a big kid. Grambling's used to him. They know what he can do. Uh, Coach Dooley knows what he can do. I'm really interested in seeing what he does because that's going to be a really interesting development with him. The other, like I said, you know, I think that this could be that breakout game for Grambling on offense. That's why I said 62 points. I think that they're due. I think that they're due a breakout game. I, you know, and I'm putting that up. I put it on the altar on Sunday on the way back from oh Alabama my. State. So oh, my. We, yeah, we put it on the altar. Yeah, Woo, so we had to put it up there. in prayer. I know that's yeah. right. I, he, he, hey, he said bring it. But the the question is, did you leave it at the altar? Oh, we left it at the altar. We're okay. not going to worry no more about okay. it. We're just okay. going to practice, and we're going to let God have his way. Well, ain't no need to worry what tomorrow's <laughs> going to bring. <laughs> It'll be all over about 730. <laughs> yeah, by 730. You'll get a turkey leg. <laughs> yes, sir. Centoria Black, the voice of the Grambling State Tigers. Man, let everybody know, A, how they can listen to the Grambling Tiger broadcast. And then you have a gospel show that you are producing. And tell us a little bit about that in reverse order, if you don't mind. Sure, no problem. Uh, so first of all, let's talk about the gospel show. It's called the Weekend Praise Party. We have a great time. Uh, this week we have Roberto, a uh, person who will be on. He is the manager a personal praise who was nominated for a stellar this year, youth group duo of the year. He'll be on to talk about how you can get your kids started in the business and do so without spending a ton of money and getting taken in the industry. He's got a lot of great experience. So we'll talk about that. Jermaine Simpson from heaven 97, which is right there in Dallas. We'll talk gospel news. We'll talk to state fair classic. And for those who don't know, there's a gospel night on October the 6th, the day after uh, the Bramley and Jackson game. I think it is. And so October the 6th in Dallas, there is a, a gospel fest that goes on at the State Fair. The Weekend Praise Party airs every single weekend. You can go to our website at Weekend Praise Party and on Instagram. And then, of course, at Weekend Praise on Twitter. You can hear right here on the Open Mic Broadcasting Network, 6 p.m. every Sunday. So we want to thank you guys for putting it on. We really believe in our ministry. We really believe in helping people, helping uh, those who want to further their career and our independent artists. So we really thank uh, everybody for doing that. Second thing, you can listen to the Grammy Sports Radio Network on your app, uh, Retro Radio 993. You just download that app and you can listen to it on your phone. You can also listen to it by going to thepeach993.com. And, of course, we are on four stations right across here in North Louisiana. We've got the entire half of the state covered. And, of of course, you can always hit me up on uh, Facebook, Santoria Black. You'll see that Grambling G right there. You can't miss it. And then, of course, I'm also on Twitter 
It is at Santoria B. So a number of ways that you can get in contact with me, and I look forward to uh, talking with people, and I'm always responding to people online with social media, and I do my own responding. So if you've got something that you want to talk about or you have a good gospel song that you want to hear, you can always hit us up at Weekend Praise Party on Facebook and on Instagram. Man, that's a beautiful job. And look, you forgot one thing, man. The Grambling Tiger rebroadcast at the Open Mic Broadcast Network. Man. Yes, man. You had one job to do, man. One job to do. Well, my brother. Well, I was actually traveling. Well, I was actually traveling, <laughs> so I put the job in the hand of my of my program director, and he says, oh, I forgot because they had a late night game with uh, Ellis. Well, they had a late game with another college they were playing, and so I was like, well, no problem. We'll get it to them. So, yeah, but I'll make sure that we get it done for you this week. Absolutely. And we're going to see you last week, too. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, my brother, I would wish you luck, but then that would make me a hypocrite. But So I'm going to wish you luck. You can luck. wish me blessings. Yeah, I can wish you blessings and good luck on your broadcast. How about that? How about that? That sounds like a plan. Okay. Absolutely. And I, and I do thank you very, very much for the Gramlin Tiger Report. Keep those coming. And, man, uh, appreciate you. We're blessed to have you in our fellowship and our circle of brotherhood. Look forward to continued growth and continued success in the things that you're doing at the station. He is Centoria Black of Gramlin Sports Network, Peach Tree, and everything else. This is an awesome brother doing awesome things. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince. want to thank our sponsors, of course, Attorney Lee Van Richardson, of Hempstead, Texas, Texas Farm <laughs> Bureau Insurance of Waller, Texas, and Diva Skin Conditioner for those who are under the attack of diabetes and the causes and effects it has on your skin. Visit DivaFeet.com, D-I-V-A-H Feet.com, money back guarantee. You have nothing to lose. I am the radio guy. I've got to exit stage left. But until the next time, you guys be blessed. We'll see you on the other side. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.